Good morning, Anchor friends. It's Megs. I am on my way to work. I just dropped off my daughter, and it's Thankful Thursday. I was supposed to get up and get my workout in this morning. However, I woke up with a terrible, terrible, terrible migraine. Um, and I normally, if it's just a normal headache, I'll push through. But anytime I bend down or do any type of movement where I'm moving my body lower than like squatting or, you know, bending over to do deadlifts or whatever. My head is just really, really pounding. So I'm going to try and kick this migraine, hopefully, um, by the, my medicine will kick in and I'll be okay by the um, end of the day and I can get a good workout in, a good lift this afternoon, um, or this evening, I should say. So that's my plan but we'll see how the days go or the day goes. Sorry, I can't even talk. Um, so yeah, it's thankful Thursday. What are you thankful for? And in tune with my thankful Thursday, I am going to tell a story, um, about my life personally, um, that is hard. So I just want to kind of give a disclaimer again. I know I gave a little one yesterday, but I wanted to give a disclaimer this morning that this is a, story dealing with loss. So, um, you'll definitely, if it's something that you don't want to listen to, I completely understand. Or if it's something that, um, would trigger you by all means, I completely understand. And please don't feel, um, like I'm upset if anybody doesn't listen to my segments. Um, it's, this is more of just a continued reminder to myself about where I've been and just to be thankful and humble and, um, and yeah, just to see where I've come, um, for the last, God, um, 20 or no, 15 years. Yeah. Um, in my growth and development. So again, if you don't want to listen, I completely understand you skipping a couple of segments, um, and fast forwarding completely understand. So again, I just want to give that disclaimer and I'll get to the story. Okay, so on to my story. Um, now, this is for some people, and I don't even know how to really even start the story, so I'm just going to start talking, I guess. Um, for some people, this would not be a very thankful scenario, but for me, I was there were many things that I chose to be thankful for throughout the whole process of um, me trying to have a child and um, our family trying to grow. Um, before I met my husband, I was actually um, engaged to someone else. And um, that did not work out. God proved to me very um, quickly after the engagement that this was not the person who he wanted me to be with. And things ended and I, I have nothing, I don't want to say anything negative about the person. I don't want to name any names. Not that I think he's even listening on Anchor, but it's just not, it, it wasn't the correct relationship that I needed to be in. And God revealed that to me and I was able to move on. Um, and I met my husband and we were friends. Um, and then we started dating and then about a year later he asked both my parents if um, he could marry me and <clears throat> it was 
it was one of those things where I told him, I said, you must ask my parents for permission. I am a Southern girl, um, but my parents, I value their opinion and I value their answer. So just to back up a little bit with my first, um, my first relationship, um, he asked if he asked my parents or he asked my father only if, um, he could ask for my hand in marriage and my dad just kind of looked at him and said sure wasn't a very firm yes this is what we want for our daughter it was just sure so when he asked me I didn't know he was going to ask me but when he asked me my comment or my response was sure so it was very again it was just kind of very coincidence that my dad and I had the same reaction and it just started to to roll downhill at that way um very quickly after that I should say um but we'll we'll pick up where I met my husband and how this all started but I wanted to say um never before I met my husband and started dating him did I ever want children I never wanted to be a mom um and maybe that was because of my relationship with my mom it wasn't a very strong my parents were very godly people but I didn't have a very good or strong relationship with my mom growing up um but I'll I'll talk about that in just a sec so I met my husband we hit it off we were best friends I I tell you he is my best friend um we love spending time together yet we can also be apart and be completely fine with who we are as individuals there's no jealousy and you know I mean we we are I want to say we're equally yoked um and and that comes from a Christian basis as well um but as soon as I met him I knew that to be honest before we even started dating or really hanging out I knew in my heart that that was who I wanted to be with um, it didn't necessarily say I knew marriage was in the cards, but I definitely wanted to be around him and, and be with him as a relationship or whatever. Um, and then soon after we started dating, I was like, I really want to marry this, this guy and I want to, I want to start a family with him. And we got married at 23 years old, um, in 2006 and about a year after that, we decided, hey, we want to have kids. We knew we were young, but I had, <laughs> and this is where it's funny, I had a plan. My plan was to be married by 22, 23, which I was, and I wanted to have kids by 25, 27, and 29 and be done by the time I was 30. I wanted three kids and be done by the time I was 30. Well, God had other plans. <laughs> Which he normally does. He always laughs at our planes. He always thinks they're funny, right? So, that did not happen. Um, I I got very depressed because the journey was taking longer than I thought it was going to. Because when you're younger, you never imagine that you're going to have any type of issue. You know, you never think about that. You never think that that's a possibility, especially when you're relatively healthy and nothing, you know, there's been nothing jarring um, in any of your, you know, visits with your gynecologist or there's no reason to think that anything would cause you to not, you know, conceive. So we just went along thinking, oh, well, okay, we'll just, you know, try, try again. And then 25 came 
no kids. 27 came. No kids. And then my 30th birthday. I found out about two days after I turned 30 that I was pregnant. And was ecstatic over the moon. Couldn't have been happier. We, um, we were so excited. We went to the doctor and I have been seeing the same gynecologist for pretty much, it's been my whole married life. Um, I've seen the same person. So he's been with me through this journey. And so I was so excited because this was no medication, no Clomid, no anything. This was just all by God's grace that we got pregnant. And I was so excited. And then there was some confusion that there could possibly be twins. um, But it was still kind of a little bit early to tell. Um, And then we went back for another ultrasound. Heard the heartbeat and was only one. Um, So we we still, we were excited. We were so pumped. um, And we heard the heartbeat and we saw the baby move. And like, granted, the baby was very, very, very small. So, we're so excited. And then, I went in a week, no, two weeks later for another ultrasound. Or no, sorry, just a regular checkup. And they do they do the ultrasound anyway to just see how things are going. And um, I saw my doctor's face just kind of drop. And I knew at that point it wasn't good news. So, we found out that the baby's heart had stopped beating pretty much the same exact day that I had had my ultrasound. The first one that that we got to see the heartbeat. Um, And telling you not being a Christian, it probably would have devastated me. Don't get me wrong. I was devastated. I was heartbroken because we had tried for so long to become parents. And it just wasn't in the cards. And to make matters even worse, we had a close group of friends that was about three couples and then us. So it was four couples total. We all got pregnant within the same month. And I was the only one to have lost a baby. And so none of them really understood. We were young still. Nobody understood what was going on or happening. And I didn't really know what to expect. And... So the doctor had said he wanted things to kind of pass normally, naturally, I mean. And um, so after two weeks, nothing had happened. And he's like, okay, I'm going out of town. And if something should happen, I'm not going to be here to kind of take care of you. So I, I would really, if you wouldn't, you know, if you're not opposed, I'd like to go ahead and, and do a DNC. And I said, okay. Not a problem. I trust my doctor 100%. He went to medical school. I did not. So um, I go in to have this procedure and I check myself into the hospital. And at the time of check-in, I start bleeding. And um, it's I start hemorrhaging. Very, very bad. Basically going into labor. And um, because I wasn't fully checked in... um, they said, well, there's nothing we can do for you. 
and they wouldn't let my husband back in in pre-op with me so I was basically alone by myself miscarrying and the nurses and the people who were prepping me were so tired of hearing me scream and cry that they left me there alone and that was a very it was a very hard experience but at the same time I have never felt the presence of God so much closer to me than in that moment I was a mess I was broken I was hurt but I have never felt him more close to me because I was absolutely alone with no medication and just pretty much bleeding on this table and um, finally my doctor comes around the corner and he's absolutely furious he's like why is she in pain this is ridiculous she's already going through enough I can't believe you know this is happening so after that I went home I took the directive of two weeks you know to stay almost kind of bed rest but to heal you know take two weeks and said okay I, I did that and when something bad happens or traumatic I tend to shut everything down so I know that's not right um, I know it's not good to shut out completely and not let the world in but all of my friends my closest friends were all pregnant too so what was I gonna do be down and, and steal their joy like I I just I took the time to really lean on God and um, it wasn't so much words but it was heart to heart he knew what I was feeling and going through so fast forward less than 12 months later we're pregnant again so excited so ecstatic we're awesome this is our shot let's go go and have the ultrasound everything's great in the meantime my mom gets hospitalized for something with her gallbladder so she um, she's having a hard time keeping food in and she is it's very painful and so we go to visit her at the hospital and I go to the bathroom you know like pregnant women do all the time and I started bleeding and I come out of the bathroom in my mom's hospital room where she is across town from where my hospital is and I just look at my husband I was like we we need to go and my mom was like but you just got here and I was like yeah but we we just we need to go because I need to I need to go get checked out and with that my dad's face drops and he just goes no 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 and I said daddy I said look we're not gonna worry until there's something to worry about okay I just I feel like we need to just go and get this checked okay and so which is very hard for me just being strong but I was like you know what let's just let's just go let's just get this checked out so called the doctor and the doctor's like yeah let's go ahead and get you to to go to the hospital so drove across town to my hospital and um got checked in and the nurses were like okay well let's take your blood pressure all your vitals blah blah, blah. it's like okay and they're like and then we're gonna take you for an ultrasound but your husband can't come with you and i said well why not and they said well it's an internal ultrasound and i said me being very sarcastic and very at this point very irritated because I just want the answers I said well how do you think I got in this position and they were like well that's just our policy I'm sorry and I said okay so at this point I shut down because in my heart of heart I think I knew what was coming next but I just I shut down 
And I was like, I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to. Well, my husband, when they wheeled me off to go get the ultrasound, he told the person who was attending to me, he said, look, he goes, she's already been through this once and alone. So I'm, I'm her husband and I'm not going to take no for an answer. Where's the ultrasound room? Otherwise, I'm just going to start wandering the hospital and finding myself. So he's like, look, I'm not supposed to tell you, but I do understand where you're coming from. So this is where she's at. So he found me, he came in, and the moment he walked into the room is when we knew there wasn't a heartbeat. So I already knew. But I wasn't alone. My husband was there with me, and he got to hold my hand. And you should have seen the look on that ultrasound tech's face. She was so mad. But I couldn't have been at more peace at that moment, knowing that he was there, I wasn't alone. Just took a deep breath and said, okay, well, let's go. And my husband's face just kind of turned to me and he he cocked his head to the side I was like well I already know the procedure so let's just go ahead and get the show on the road and he goes well that's very he goes but are you okay and I said I'm all right and here's where God had brought me in that exact moment I have two options in this life with something that is as devastating as loss I can let it define me or I can let it refine me, which I talked about last week. I can let this ruin me and make me an absolute shell of a human being with no emotions and no, you know, and I can just give up on life or I can let this refine me. I have a story. I have been able to get pregnant twice without medication. You know, I, what I, you know, it's fine. It's fine. So I had my DNC, went home. I went to work one day after having surgery, which is not recommended, but I did. I went back to work and I said, you know what, let's go. Let's just keep on trucking. And that's not me saying that it was easy by any means. It still hurt. And the the crazy thing is, is that both of my pregnancies ended at pretty much the same exact time each each pregnancy um, pretty much almost to the day so um I just chose to let it be a good thing you know God has a reason for this and looking back the timing would have been horrible my husband decided at one point he was gonna start his own company and that fell through so for six months We didn't have his income coming in. We almost lost our house. I mean, there were just so many things that God reveals, you know, after the fact that this would have been horrible timing, but all my vision was, was having a kid. That was all my vision could see. So we tried for a few more years and because I was 31 at the time of, of my second loss, And I'm 34 um, now. And um, we tried and nothing, you know, we we weren't getting any type of, I take it back. I might have been 29 with my first pregnancy and 30 with my second. So, um so it was my 30th birthday that we found out we were pregnant for the second time, not the first. Um, but I, I, 
I don't want to say it was, it wasn't easy. It, I'm still reminded of, you know, those two children that I am blessed to be a Christian and know that they're in heaven waiting for me. Um, that I get to see them one day again. That is the ultimate, you know, love right there that I get to see them one day. Um, but I, I got to the point where I was like, you know, I don't know that this is going to happen for me. And after baby number two, I had even told myself, would I be willing to do fertility and, you know, would I be, would I be willing to take pills and, and, and possibly inject myself with needles and, and I really thought about it and prayed about it. And I was like, you know, God, you were able to give me two children without that. So I'm going to trust you. And if it's your will, it's your will. If it's not, I'm going to, I'm going to focus on something else. So about a year and a half ago, my husband had thought, my husband and I had really just got to the point where like, you know what? I think we're going to do adoption because we adoption has always been on our heart. Anyway, there are so many kids that need a good home and who are we to deny them? If we're a good Christian home, who are we to deny these kids who don't have parents? So that's the road that we were going to go down. And actually we were going to go down the foster to adopt route because, um, in the state of Texas, I know for sure their education is paid for. Um, if you foster to adopt their, their college, their in-state college tuition or college education is paid for. So I was like, well, you know, that's even better for them. You know, I'm giving them even a better opportunity. So we were going to start going to meetings and literally had one scheduled for the day I found out I was pregnant and I went to work. And when you're pregnant, you notice certain things about your body. So I had already noticed some things from previous pregnancies and I went to the bathroom and I was like, wait a minute, hold on here. I went immediately, got a pregnancy test, came back to work, took it and I was shocked. I said, you've got to be kidding me. And if anybody was outside of the bathroom, they probably could have heard me just go, are you kidding me? And I was ecstatic. I was shocked. And then I was kind of nervous because we had booked and paid for an all-inclusive trip to Mexico for a few months. Um, for uh, It was in my third trimester, almost my fourth. And yes, we did go. Um, Okay, so I know this is getting long. This is now my fourth segment on this. Um, but so fast forward, we, we have, you know, we find out we're pregnant. And for some reason, I am given an overwhelming, I mean, overwhelming amount of peace about this whole pregnancy. I never once was afraid. I never once was had the thought that this wasn't going to work and with my other two the first one I didn't either because I was just like well the I don't think that that would happen to me number two I was like oh this could be a possibility number three this is there's no way God has given me so much peace I'm just so 
peaceful about this whole process. And sure enough, that peace was for a reason. Because on October the 11th, 2016, we gave birth to a healthy, beautiful little girl named Kinsey Joy after um, two of my very best friends from like sixth grade. Um, and she is the light of my life. Um, she is just, she has brought my husband and I so much joy and the whole process of giving birth. I had to have an, uh, an emergency C-section, um, which her birth story will be a whole different story. Um, but I was just so blessed that God gave me the opportunity to be a mom on earth. And, um, I just, I was so humbled because I just knew, I just knew that, that God was, God's plans were bigger than what mine were. And I just needed to have faith that his plans, whatever they were, were bigger than what I had in mind. I'm not saying it didn't hurt. And I'm not saying I don't still think about those children. I do. I wonder what they're going to look like. I wonder what their personalities are. But they are in the best place. So, I, I have no reason to be upset. I don't, I don't give myself the... I don't, I don't give myself the time to really be upset about it anymore. I think about them. But I don't have to grieve anymore. Because I know where they are. I know I get to see them again. One day. Well, I get to meet them one day, I should say. And that gives me so much joy. So, and, and to be honest, before I found out I was pregnant, I pretty much had just, I don't... This is, it sounds horrible, but I gave up hope on becoming a mom that way. And again, because we made plans, God just was like, mm, nope, here's a wrench. I'm going to throw a wrench and you're going to take a different path. And I couldn't be happier with the plans that God has, he just has aligned everything so well um, for this to happen. So... If anything, I just want to encourage people to have hope and to have faith. Um, God does have a reason for the way he does things. And we may not understand it. And we may never understand it. But sometimes he reveals to us little things about his plans. And why he does things. And why weight is a huge response of his. So... Again, I just, I hope that this gives somebody some encouragement. I'm very thankful for my story and where I've been and how God has brought me through. Um, I'm just very thankful. I'm thankful for my daughter. I'm thankful for my husband. I'm thankful for my parents. I'm thankful for my extended family. I mean, I'm just thankful. This little girl is so loved that, I mean, writing our will was extremely difficult. <laughs> So, again, I just want, I wanted to give everybody maybe a little bit of insight into my journey becoming a, pre, uh, a parent. Um, it was over an, a 10-year process. 
to get us to where we are today. And just some final thoughts on my whole thankful Thursday. Um, everybody goes through tragedy differently. The way I went through it isn't any better than the way someone else goes through it. If you're dealing with something that you can't handle on your own, definitely reach out and get help. There are Christian counselors. There are people who will help you get through the tough times. So please reach out. Don't think you're alone. I, for the longest time, felt very alone because I felt like I was the only one I knew going through this. You're not alone. Please get help. I'm here if you need to reach out. And so, yeah, I just, I wanted to final, I'll give my final thoughts on my thankful Thursday. And then I'll return to brighter and lighter segments. All right, guys, talk to you in a bit. And I'm back with happy, happy, happy news. Um, just, I'm on my first class of lemon water. Again, I'm trucking along. Last night I tried to do some work and my computer uh, had the blue screen of death come up and then it went black. And so I panicked just a little bit and then I turned it on this morning and it seems to be acting normal. So maybe I can get to work and back up everything I have and then if my computer dies, hey, it dies. Such is life. It happens all the time, right? Um, but yeah, I am just trucking along. It's early morning. It's seven o'clock. I'm tired, but today's going to be a great day. I can just tell. So I'll keep you guys informed and keep trucking along. Hope you guys have a great day. And really tell me what you're thankful for this Thursday. I really want to know what are some things that you're thankful for? One more thing before I head into work on this thankful Thursday that I want to keep kind of in tune with being thankful is, you know, this life isn't going to ever be perfect. Your life is never going to be perfect. So the more you think, oh, if I just had a little bit more money, I could do this. So if I just had a little bit more this, I could do this. If I had a better job, I could do this. Which, mind you, there are some times where that does as far as changing your job or things like that does come into play. But if you're constantly always thinking that way, if I only had a bigger house, if we only went to a different school or oh, if we only went, you know, if we only had more money to do this or to do that, that's a very negative way to look at your life. So I encourage everybody to take one thing that you normally are like, man, if I just had this, and be change that to be thankful for what you already do have. Because if you're listening to this, you have a cell phone, which means you're probably a lot better off than a lot of people who don't even have cell phones. So I'm not sure if you get my drift, but there's a lot of people who could be great with what you have already. So be thankful for what you have today and always strive to do better but be thankful for where you are in the moment. Okay, I'll talk to you guys soon. Hey, Lulu, I just wanted to shout you out and tell you thank you for listening to some of my content. Um, I just wanted to tell you I really appreciate you and I have been checking out your stuff too, so thanks again. Good evening, friends. I hope that everyone has had a great day. I 
actually can say that I have had a really great afternoon. Um, my morning started really bad because I had that migraine, but it did go away, so that was really good. I've been drinking my lemon water, so that's fantastic, and I don't have to bring work home tonight. Now, when I say I don't have to bring work home tonight, I never have to bring work home. I do it because it's a dedication thing, and it's a... I put stress on myself and I put deadlines on myself to get things done and I had just I had slacked off so much on one area of my job and focused on others that it just now is it's apparent it's third quarter I need to get accounting stuff done and I just I had not reconciled for quite a few months and so it was just a little bit overwhelming but I am only one month away from being completely caught up, which I will be by tomorrow morning. Um, one, I'll get there early so I can do it before everybody else gets in the office. We will be caught up and I will be good as gold um, for my goal to get it done and accomplished before Thanksgiving. So I'm so excited for that. Um, so that is what I have been up to today. Sorry, I have been kind of quiet. I just kind of I stuck my head down and really just kind of grinded to get it done. So, um, yeah, I am really appreciative to those who listened to my segments today. I know some of them were kind of heavy, um, but I will definitely be giving shout outs just to tell you thank you and I appreciate you and I'll talk to you soon. I am choosing to shout out 318 Radio because... Y'all, this is some uplifting stuff. Not only um, does he post really funny things, but he also posts really relevant things. Um, Just stuff that makes you think. So I definitely encourage all of the people who are following me to give him a follow and kind of listen to his content. It's really, it it uplifts your spirits. Um, So yeah, I just wanted to say thanks 318 for tuning in to me and I can't wait to hear your stuff on my way home. So thanks again. Just Jennifer, I just wanted to give you a quick shout out and let you know I really appreciate you listening to my segments today. Um, some of them were kind of heavy hitting, but I really appreciate your you tuning in and I definitely am going to tune into your stuff on my way home since I have a long commute. And again, I just wanted to say thanks and anybody who listens to me should check out her station because she's got some good stuff going on. All right. Have a good night. Okay, Meg. So here's what happened. I listened to your station first thing this morning. It was, I think it was the first station that I listened to. And it was awesome, by the way. And I meant to do the Thankful Thursday, but I wanted, I didn't want to just do like, you know, basic stuff. Of course, I'm thankful for friends, family, uh, children, and things like that. So I wanted to think about it a little further. And as I was doing that, somehow I forgot to go back to it. So um, here's my Thankful Thursday. I am thankful for my job. I have a job where I'm able to work at home. It's super flexible as far as the hours. I can basically work any time of the day that I want to. Um, and it's easy. And uh, I like my coworkers. And uh, I, I just, I like my job. And I have never in my life been able to say that before. I've worked several jobs that I just absolutely hated and made me dread going to work. But I'm thankful for my job. So there you go. Thankful Thursday. Shane, I am so glad that you are thankful for your job. Um, There are so many people who are not thankful for their job. And I just, 
I have always been the person to say, even if I'm unhappy, I'm going to be thankful for it because it is helping me provide for my family. Um, so that's where my heart has always been. So I can, I can relate 100% to being thankful for your job, which I completely am thankful for my job as well. Um, because of the flexibility I have, but yes, absolutely. 100%. That is a great thing to be thankful for on this thankful Thursday. I wanted to kind of share one of my flaws with you guys. Um, that I'm not very proud of, but it is a part of me, and it's not something I'm thankful for on this Thursday at all, but I thought I'd share. So, as I've mentioned before, a couple months ago, um, Houston got hit really bad with a hurricane, and we were all, I say we all, the city was underwater, not where I was, but the city was underwater, and we, we've been helping as many people as possible try to get back to a sense of living in their homes maybe not normalcy but back to living in their homes and i am not someone who is very good at customer service like not very good is is probably me being nice about the situation i me and customer service are not a match and i got a call from a lady today that said we installed a nice maker for her and the ice maker is only making half of a tray full of ice and not the full tray. And I said, oh, I'm, I'm you know, I'm sorry about that. Is, is it not, you know, it's not filling up with ice? And, and she said, no, it's only about half full all the time. I said, okay, so that's including when you use it. And she said, yes. And I said, okay, ma'am. I said, well, I'll have to have a service, you know, company for the manufacturer come out and, and take a look at it. And she said, no, you're not understanding me. I want a new ice maker and I want it to make ice that fills the whole bin all the time. And at this point I had to transfer the phone call because I was about to lose my mind and not probably be very nice and not have a very nice tone and, and probably could have cost us um, a bad review on Google or something. So I transferred the phone call. And then I got another phone call from a different person altogether whose dishwasher broke. And I was told, well, what am I supposed to do? I don't have a working dishwasher. And I kid you not, the next thing that came out of my mouth, because I also was in the middle of trying to balance all of our accounts and our accounting software but nobody was answering the phone so it's one of those you answer the phone because you're tired of it ringing that's what I did and I shouldn't have I should have prayed for someone else to answer the phone but I didn't and I answered it and, and she asked me you know what am I supposed to do um, if I don't have a dishwasher that works how am I supposed to wash dishes and next thing out of my mouth was did your mom not teach you what dish soap and a sponge is for and luckily luckily the Lord saw my favor and uh, she giggled a little bit and I said I'm sorry I said that came out wrong and it really didn't I meant every word of that but I just for a minute lost my intelligence 
to keep my mouth shut. <laughs> and sometimes I have a really hard time doing that. And so that's one of my flaws. And I know I should work on that. But I just thought I'd share that, you know, with the first lady, it kind of gave me a little perspective. Like, how often do I really want a full tray of ice? And I take it and I spin it. How much, how often do I want more than what I have been blessed with? And not saying that that's a bad thing, but how many times am I aggravated because I don't have more than what I've been blessed with? If that makes sense. And then with the dishwasher lady, why am I always seeking the easy way out? So those were my two cents on those two things that happened in my flaws. And I'm trying to find a way to spin it in my mind so I can learn from it. But that's my flaw. And I'm going to pick up my little girl and play with her and have the best time. And I'll talk to you guys later. Bye. All right, my anchor peeps, I am about to work out. I'm going to get just a really light workout in today. I'm going to get some pump in, um, just do some different lifting. Um, I'm going to focus on arms today um, just to kind of get a little bit of a pump in, um, but not bend over too much so I don't re-aggravate my head issue. So, but I'm going to get that done and listen to your guys' great stuff. You guys', you you guys' great stuff? Yeah. And then I am hopefully going to go to bed because I'm exhausted. So I will talk to you soon. Thanks. Hey, Megs, this is KT. Congratulations. You were my number five cement this station on Anchor. Really appreciate your time, your support to the station. It's meant the world. Congratulations being on, being the number five station on the KT station list. Congratulations again. Have a go on. Keep doing big things. Okay, guys, I just finished my workout. I did three sets of 12. Um, I did dumbbell curls. I did um, hammer curls. Then I did bent over rows and tricep extensions, overhead tricep extensions. So that was my workout. Um, just kind of kept it a little bit light. Um, didn't use too heavy of weights and just wanted to get a little bit of a pump in before going to bed. Um, so I'm probably going to hit the sack pretty soon. And I'll talk to you guys tomorrow. I hope everybody has a great night. And uh, thanks for those who are um, favoriting and calling out my station. That's that's awesome. I'm definitely going to do some shout outs to people who have been listening to me. So um, again, I appreciate you guys. And I'll talk to you tomorrow. Have a good night. <laughs> so I'm just going to add something. I'm going to play what my husband sounds like in his carpool for everybody to hear so they know just how lucky of a lady I am. And here's what it sounds like. I'm not holding it in it's, like, well. it's like someone giving the Heimlich. That's my husband, the one and only Paul Anderson, <laughs> as he's coughing in the background. Uh, uh. Isn't that some ASMR for you? Have a good night, guys. Megs, Azro here. Thanks for sharing your journey of struggle, of heartache, of joy, of peace, of blessings. It's something I believe is needed in our world today. We've really gotten away from connecting with each other and it's stories that bring us together. It's in our DNA. 
It's what brought us together all those thousands of years ago. And I think it's what can bring us back together now. So thanks for sharing. And as you pointed out, even if people don't listen, the beauty of this is now you have it. You have it to reflect on and you have it to share with your children so they can see your journey and see how far you've come and hopefully get inspiration in the future.